0: Merry Flixmas to us! Hello
1: and welcome back to Christmas and Chill. I'm
0: August. And I'm Katrina.
1: And today we are going to review Holiday Rush.
0: Netflix latest and greatest. Well. Why do we choose this movie, August?
1: Because I searched for holiday and I couldn't find anything else.
0: Yeah, there were other movies the Netflix added to their Christmas collection, but they were not produced by Netflix. Therefore, they were disqualified. Um, and there was, uh, there was a Netflix TV show that looked very interesting, but we don't have time to watch an entire series and review it here for you. And you probably don't care to listen to multiple episodes about the same show.
1: No, I mean, we can't do that. We uh, record and edit this podcast and watch everything after the kids go to sleep. We don't have enough time.
0: We're, we're lucky we're getting enough sleep ourselves here. Yeah,
1: so when I did search for holiday and Christmas, like, this is like, pretty deep, but I guess...
0: No, I got an email about this one. They told me Netflix knows my watch patterns, and it was like, oh, you're going to like this. Oh. So whenever they drop something they think is pretty fresh, they let me know.
1: Okay, well, I found it, and uh, even though the preview didn't entice me, I didn't have any other options, so we went in and...
0: I thought it seemed, you know, interesting.
1: Let's see what this movie's about, Katrina.
0: Oh, gosh. I'm not prepared here. Why don't you
1: rush us into the synopsis?
0: Okay, great. New York City radio DJ Rush loses his job during a complex corporate buyout right before Christmas. He and producer slash potential love interest Roxy scramble to create new employment before the holidays. Rush's bratty kids are very angry that they have to give up their fancy duds and house for living with their Aunt Jo. In the end, Rush finds love and success in Roxy, and his kids learn the true meaning of Christmas. Aww. The end. If only it were that simple, though. So much happens in this movie.
1: A lot of things happen. A lot
0: of stuff goes down.
1: We need to go into our segment that we like to call Rush Hour.
0: So what I'm going to do is read a quote. It's either going to be a quote from the movie or a quote from Rush Limbaugh. And you have to decide, Algus has to decide whether it's holiday rush or rush limbaugh
1: okay let's put dj against dj and see who's wiser of the two
0: which i wonder if they named the character for this reason i mean there's a lot of double entendre in this movie and i I think that rush is one of them but um maybe the fact that there's already a famous rush is uh shall we say infamous well here we go there is one other business where the customer is always wrong and that's the media
1: Man, it's so disconnected from reality that it might be Rush from the movie, (laughs) but I'm going to go with Limbaugh.
0: It's Rush Limbaugh. Ding, ding, ding. No nation ever taxed itself into prosperity.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, considering that finances were not the strength of Rush from the movie, I'm going to go with Limbaugh.
0: Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Compassion is no substitute for justice.
1: Um, Let's see. Compassion is no substitute. I saw this movie, so I'd be able to confirm it. Is it from the movie?
0: No, it's Rush Limbaugh! (laughs) Okay, okay. You don't understand business. (laughs)
1: probably something Rush
0: Limbaugh would say it's from the
1: movie (laughs) No, (laughs) yes it is I'm terrible at this
0: Okay, I want to play two more because they're just ridiculous if you commit a crime you're guilty
1: (laughs) probably not something that Rush from the movie would say
0: no (laughs) it's Rush Limbaugh you're right and finally wait did I read them all It's not what you got, it's what you got around you.
1: Oh, it's so heartwarming. It it can't come out of the icy, frosty mouth of Rush Limbaugh. Ew, I
0: want to think about his mouth. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> My grandpa used to listen to him and I would be like, why is this guy yelling all the time? <laughs> and that was in the 90s. <laughs> yeah,
1: not a happy person. No,
0: but let's find out whether Holiday Rush features a happy person or not.
1: All right, and That's... really
0: hard to tell with the the writing and the acting of this movie what true feelings people have because it can change so quickly, yeah we'll get into that though yeah, we'll
1: get into it, so let's go ahead, rush into this thing. Oh, so it
0: opens on <laughs> New York City,
1: but it comes from a different angle, so most of these movies open from like the Brooklyn Bridge Manhattan, like the nice parts of it. This all like you saw like Brooklyn or thing I think
0: I'm not, I'm not familiar Queens? with the boroughs. It's in one of the not Manhattan boroughs. Yes, it's like Brooklyn, Queens, Long Island. If it ends up being their radio station WBQL.
1: Yeah, so the opening shots of New York City are from different different boroughs than what you're used to.
0: Yeah, so it's not going to be a Bing Bong Bing Bong Christmas.
1: <laughs> Definitely not. It opens, it opens on
0: him uh, getting dressed for the day.
1: It's five a.m. at this time.
0: Very bright outside for December.
1: Yes, and he's texting with his kids at five a.m. Uh-huh. Which I was trying to Why, understand. I thought
0: maybe his kids were in a different house, like with their mom. That's what yeah, I, thought I thought. I thought it was, it was gonna be like a
1: divorce situation, Me too.
0: Um, and then I was. There were other details that made me think, no, they are in the same house, but why are they texting? Is that what we're going to do when we get older and our kids can text? I don't know.
1: Well, this kind of is indicative of the rest of the movie where things aren't necessarily ground in how things actually happen. So I know for most of these movies we tell ourselves, let's...
0: Suspend disbelief. Suspend disbelief. But
1: here you need to work extra hard to do so.
0: Well, it's almost like they insert details that make it harder to suspend the disbelief because they, like, add layers that take away the mystery and add complexity.
1: Yeah, so this movie was definitely written by bots.
0: I don't know. Somebody could have thought this was really a humdinger, you know?
1: Either bots or, like, a seven-year-old.
0: Yeah, i put it on a 13-year-old for sure. Well, like a pretty aware 13-year-old. Uh, I don't know. I feel like that's, this is a harsh way to open, talking about this movie. We need to let the people make their own judgments. Yeah, make their own judgments. Uh, well, he has four children, as we find out. Twins, who want many horses. And an older daughter. And then a son named Jamal, who's trying to get into Harvard. He's waiting for his so letter.
1: we're seeing a lot of excess at the beginning. Yes. Uh, just setting up how much the kids have and how big a deal it is for everyone to be rich. It's like, I'm rich and it's important for me to be rich. Yeah. Like, that's kind of the theme.
0: And they have a nanny who is, I would assume, his Aunt Jo. Like his mom's sister, it seems. I thought it was his mom. Not his mom. Because she talks about his mom at one point.
1: Oh, I missed that.
0: Unless she was speaking in first, third person. <laughs> I don't
1: know. <laughs> there was a lot that I was processing at this time, so I, I didn't really. Yeah, it is super bright in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I, I at least here in Ohio, in the winter time,
0: the sun doesn't come up until like seven thirty.
1: It's about. It's not the exact same latitude as New York. New York but... should
0: come up later, because they're farther north, and with uh, the buildings, it's at it like eight o'clock.
1: That's usually when the sun starts rising it's like five o'clock and it's like noon over there
0: i thought they were going to be in florida honestly i was like was that not was that what the tallahassee skyline looks like (laughs) (laughs) so we find out about russian roxy so roxy is like his co-host slash producer for the radio show i thought it
1: was his wife from the beginning
0: i thought that too because they were like a little too close but then the kids weren't calling her mom so i was like she's somebody else
1: uh it, yeah, it took me a while to process that, so they're at
0: the radio station are you Are you at that part yet? Are you with me?
1: Yeah, I mean well, something that I wrote that the grandma is telling the kids how spoiled they are, but it's not the grandma, it's Aunt Joe,
0: it's Aunt Joe, yeah,
1: but she keeps on harping on these kids saying how spoiled you guys are, and I think like they're really trying to set things up of like them being spoiled is something important, so remember it
0: so. Um, I didn't know whether to feel, like, honored and excited or a little bit bummed, but most times when there's a Katrina character in a movie, she's not the strongest, uh, moral fiber, I guess you could say, depending on who you ask, but a Katrina walked by in a saucy dress and it was like, hey, Katrina. So, yeah, I got mentioned, but not necessarily for my wit. Uh, I usually don't have the same problem with movies. You don't. (laughs) Nobody says, hey, August. Nope. Is there a Lithuanian movie where an August is featured? Uh, I have yet to see one. Okay, we need to make that a mission.
1: Uh, let see, and Roxy is telling Rush to play Christmas music. Because uh, the
0: station doesn't want them to play hip hop while they're trying to get. Water. They're trying to purchase the station, right? They're trying to become owners. Yeah,
1: they're trying to become owners, and for some reason, playing Christmas music is going to allow them to become owners.
0: It's like they have to play nice so they'll get a good price for the station or something, which doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah. So I uh, just don't even think, is about, it. Don't think about it. This the first of many
0: weird business things that come up.
1: Uh, so we do find out that the station is bought on Christmas or before Christmas by... Uh, oh,
0: I'm not even there yet.
1: Oh, I skipped a bunch of
0: things. Yeah, there's um, not a bunch, but you find out that the kids are going to like Aunt Jo's School of Hard Knocks, basically. Like she's there to lay down the law and like be a mother figure that the kids need.
1: My understanding is that she has been there the entire time but yet the kids are still spoiled like she gives them grief for being spoiled but she's the main caregiver
0: right i'm like you have a hand in this yeah and also you like nice things as i can tell
1: i guess blame gets there's enough blame to go around
0: and we get a view into how um how bratty the middle child is because there's a construction worker there like taking orders from her and she's like i need you to start breaking ground on our pool today my dad's on the radio he's good for it
1: yeah it's bizarre
0: and they're like okay boss
1: we'll get working on it uh, then yeah. i have
0: the radio acquisition by camcom
1: which i think is kind of a nod to comcast
0: mm-hmm. and they say that we're doing a new national drive time show and rush is like oh cool I've always wanted to be on a national drive time show. But what he's not realizing, he's about to get laid off. Yeah. He uh, walked right into it. It's the classic, we're going to take this in a different direction. You're like, oh, good. I'm good at taking different directions. Well,
1: what I find unusual is that like this purchase comes out of left field. Mm-hmm. But in my experience in the industry. Oh, that's uh, right.
0: August has been in the media it's industry. It's a very
1: involved process. And the FTC needs to approve these uh, mergers and acquisitions. Right. Uh, and so it would not be a surprise to be purchased. But then again, as with many things in this movie, just don't worry about it. The more you know about it, the worse it is for you. So
0: <laughs> Kind of like Night Before Christmas in medieval knowledge. like yeah. Better to not know.
1: Yeah. Uh, so if you've been in the radio industry, throw out everything you know about it
0: yeah and then they use a bunch of car metaphors to basically tell him that he's fired and roxy too yes that exact they love pointing out how ruthless she is like they close the door because they've been fired and then she laughs she laughs and her little hench people laugh
1: she says that was fun get me some water some water Uh, and then
0: he has still has to go put on his grand finale show the next day and you find out you find out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he finds out he's not getting a christmas bonus no
1: and uh and I he guess, says
0: he's already spent it better be a what a five-figure bonus because he's already spent four of those zeros
1: yeah he's not good with money so who
0: is spending ten thousand dollars on over ten thousand dollars on christmas ten thousand is the minimum in that four but uh,
1: marshall is cashing out uh marshall's the guy who uh i guess is the general manager of the station i assume is he
0: or is he like an attorney
1: I thought he's the general manager of the
0: station. Okay.
1: And he said that he cashed out. Uh, also, where's HR in the conversation? With yeah. like, where's your bonus, and what do you get? Where do you get severance pay or anything?
0: He should be entitled to some severance, I would think. I don't. It felt weird. Um.
1: I. Would have figured, yeah, HR would have been in the conversation. There would have been lawyers involved mm-hmm. from both sides. Because uh, it seemed really unfair the way it all happened.
0: Well, Roxy thinks, this is going to work out. Tis the season. I have faith. Which, her optimism, after she just lost her job, too. But she's like, whatever.
1: Which, I just need to I'm a survivor. Say, Roxy is the good actor of this movie
0: yeah and the best character as well yeah so maybe she wrote her maybe she was like let me rewrite all of my lines
1: (laughs) is it like when some people choose like ugly bridesmaids dresses to make themselves look prettier like they want Mm. to like bring others down to lift themselves up or the people get ugly friends to make themselves look good i don't
0: know but if she was auditioning for bigger roles i think she landed them
1: yeah because she's like, wow, contextually, I am so much better than my peers.
0: Yeah, yeah, she is the talent for sure. So we're ready for, we're back home. He hasn't told his kids yet that he just got fired. His son is waiting on his Harvard acceptance letter and he says the email's here. It's happening. Take a video of me opening.
1: And no one takes a video of him opening. Did they not? No.
0: He made a big deal about it. Yeah, he's like,
1: take a video of me opening. It. And it's like, no one even they gets their camera out. Oh. Well,
0: anyway, he gets in. Also, this kid's wearing his Letterman jacket. jacket. like 24-7.
1: Well, he's high school.
0: Did you wear your Letterman jacket every day?
1: No, but I was like kind of countercultural.
0: So people did? I didn't go to public school where like that kind of thing mattered. No,
1: a lot of people, a lot of accomplished athletes would wear their Letterman... (laughs) accomplished athletes and band got letterman jackets so what the
0: heck i never got one The mar-
1: marching band got letterman jacket
0: fair we didn't have anything to march for
1: but i chose not to but a, I, a lot of people did so if you still
0: have your jacket uh, or is that your college jacket i have my college letterman jacket which wow. i which is cooler
1: i should probably wear it to my old college bar
0: yes i would strongly recommend that you do that as soon as possible and as often as possible <laughs> and talk about in my day yeah.
1: let's see the kid gets into harvard but the uh, rush isn't really into it
0: yeah he's like why don't you try your dad's old alma mater and he's like what community college
1: then he reveals to his kids like hey i lost my job uh, And then he says he's frustrated he's trying to be both parents
0: yeah which we still haven't learned what happened to his wife and we won't for a while i don't think because i still ask here are roxy and russian item this was the first time i asked because they they're so physically intimate which i raise this question later in my notes but there's a lot of touching in this workplace is that the norm culturally there? that had happened in my workplace bad things would have been going down
1: also uh, right around here is where we first hear the quote it's, it's what, not what you got yeah, it's what you got around you
0: i mean but if you think about things they're around you i don't want to pick too much i'm not i'm not gonna pick too much That's but,
1: but um, the, the quote is given a couple times in this movie right
0: yeah he it's actually the closing quote of the movie all right so that this is the what you learned. Whoever it, yeah.
1: wrote this movie, like that's their deal. That is what you want. They want you to get. Out.
0: Maybe that's what their granddaddy said. Oh, I shouldn't yawn. Maybe that's what their granddaddy said.
1: Maybe they think it's so clever. They're like, oh, let's put it in a couple times.
0: So the next note I have is about WBQL,
1: the radio station for sale. Yes. Again, FCC like doesn't seem to be a thing. Well,
0: apparently, it's been shut down for so long that it's like not a figure.
1: Is the license just open for grabs? FCC is like, yeah, sure. It's in the bargain bin. Take it.
0: Yeah, have at it. Because Roxy's like, I got a big 401k to cash in for a radio station, which my question is, how much does a radio station cost? How much is in her 401k? I know at this time I would not be purchasing any sort of radio station.
1: No. And Uh, Roxy's
0: probably, what, 40?
1: And then uh, Ann. Joe. Joe. She has money to put in, but Rush, he's bad with his money yep bad money management
0: even though he's the talent and he should have been saving his money yeah he's
1: got a big house but no savings he gives everything to his kids uh and then i guess we do find out in this movie that he does try to compensate yeah or feels bad about the mom not being around which dead spouse the christmas movie
0: yep check ding uh i have here depression soup is the term i decided to create for him sitting around in his sloppy clothes while roxy's like okay gonna give us this radio station you're gonna come on everything's gonna be great
1: but it doesn't really sell the depressed state
0: no he's just like dressed kind of sloppy was he eating like ramen noodles i can't remember uh
1: i completely missed it like i, I might have made that up. i never really got his depression i feel like they could have really they had
0: one scene where they like pushed he's depressed
1: the acting could have been better well all right so anyway, he's selling his house to buy the station
0: well, he's sell- or is he selling the house just to have some money?
1: Also to buy the station. Okay.
0: But they're moving in with Aunt Jo.
1: Like, the only way that he can become a partner in the new station is by selling his house.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, that's right. That's the only collateral he has. So then we get the scene where we find out what happened to his wife. He's missing her. She has, like, a CGI glow all around her, and he's talking yeah, to her. Yeah, it's really,
1: it's like, the ghost of his wife.
0: It's, like, the, her angel, if you will.
1: It was Odd.
0: It was out of place because it never happened again in the movie
1: right if it would have been like a recurring thing or some kind of thread but it was just like here's a dead wife scene
0: but she told him to chase big dreams and not just the station also she said
1: go for it uh she's a good woman rush you're ready
0: she's being a real bro yeah i mean also let's give it up for the wife for being the best actress (laughs) second best (laughs) best supporting actress Uh, And then throughout, he weaves this, like, Night Before Christmas rewrite.
1: Which is not very good.
0: Okay, I did find those scenes kind of funny. So, like, when he's pulling the lollipop out of his daughter's hand when she's eating, going to sleep, and later he picks it out of her hair. (laughs) It's just funny. I don't know. They didn't do it often enough. It only happened twice.
1: it didn't... It's. It seemed out of place to me.
0: Because they never closed the loop. And, okay, so when you have a narrator like that, I always feel like it's because of weak storytelling. Like, or, if you need a narrator to bring it home... Or,
1: like, the if it's going to be a narrated movie, it needs to be book narrated. It needs to start off with a narration of, like...
0: Yeah, it didn't open with one Yeah, did it? this is the
1: story of my life, my radio station, in my town. And then finish it off with, and that's the story... But instead, it's just randomly in the middle of the movie, narrating the night before Christmas Mm -hmm. while he's doing things. It's, I guess, a narrated montage. Instead of, but it's like
0: two montages. There's one, and then there's another one a couple scenes later.
1: Yeah, they tried to do something. It didn't really work.
0: And then the kids have packed their whole lives into, like, a suitcase to move in with Aunt Joe. The twins are crowdfunding, trying to get enough money to do what?
1: Get Christmas gifts.
0: Oh. $25,000. Yeah. For Christmas.
1: Yeah, I mean, they were going to get a pony.
0: Two ponies because they're twins. The next note I have is that the kids are really blaming the dad for losing his job like he did something wrong. They keep yelling at him for, like, this is your fault... I can't believe you're doing this to me. Why don't you have a job? It's relentless. It's really cruel. Like if I I can't even imagine having kids like that. That sounds horrible.
1: Yeah, bunch of jerks.
0: Bunch of little jerks. Oh, but then you find out, oh, this is when Jamal like says he got mad. Don't know. Well, the mother got cancer in this Oh, that's what he lets slip. He's like, "Your mother got cancer in this house." And then <laughs> like it's a very weird thing to say, because he's like, you were conceived in this house. You yeah, he's saying God that there's cancer. family history
1: in this house. Yeah.
0: And, it was a weird thing to put on. Yeah. I have something written about Anjo's hard truth, but I don't know what that hard truth was. I
1: skipped this uh, in my notes completely. I went directly to advertisers uh, must not buy anything on that other station. So that's... Yes. Part of that, back
0: at the evil empire.
1: Back at the evil empire, they're saying like, "Hey, Russia's starting this new station. Tell the advertisers to not advertise it somehow." Uh, I don't know how you can persuade an advertiser to not spend money on another station.
0: Yeah, is that there's no such thing as an exclusive, is there in advertising?
1: No, and this is one of those things where like, right? This is your area. The more you know about it, the worse it gets. So. Don't worry about it.
0: But in quotes, I have written, you don't understand business, because that was something that came up during the scene.
1: Also, it's just business. That's, like, the thing that he repeats all the time.
0: <sighs> oh, uh, Santa Marshall? I mean, Marshall. Marshall. Yeah, yeah. Marshall
1: says it's just business. He says, he says it so many times.
0: And he says he's going to Grinch their Christmas.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I have a difficult time understanding Marshall. Is he comic relief? Uh,
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... At the end, I think they were really trying to be funny with him, but it's like it just misses the mark because you're like, oh, is he serious? But it's not like he's so good at being funny that he's serious. It's like you're worried that this is earnest.
1: I don't know. Uh, but then we do find out that a sponsor pulls out of sponsoring Rush's... Station.
0: And it's a donut shop. She's like, we helped you open that donut shop.
1: Your first one. Yeah. So it's a donut chain. Could be two locations
0: could be a two location chain.
1: But they were threatened by this radio station enough to not advertise on Russia's new station.
0: Very challenging.
1: And then uh, they have an idea. Let's have a commercial free Christmas and somehow that's a brilliant business idea.
0: Whoa, you totally jumped over what I wanted to be an Anjo montage. Oh, okay because she there was this big part of her like snapping them into shape at the dinner table. Like they weren't putting their plates away. They weren't you know, being grateful for everything she had given them. Which, again, hasn't she been their nanny of sorts for, you know, 10 years or something? Yeah. It doesn't add up.
1: Yeah, she blames the kids for her own but anyway, shortcoming. anyway,
0: under her roof, they need to behave. Right. So they, she makes the, the bratty middle one scrub the skillets. Everyone else has to clear the table. It's all big news. But, yeah, um... They keep talking about this Christmas feast that they're going to sponsor for uh, underprivileged people, and... That, again, that, that seemed
1: forced into the movie as well.
0: Yeah, it was like, we have to have a charitable armor. this means nothing, but how much money... So they're having all this money trouble, right? How much money does it cost to put on something like that?
1: I don't know. You just get some cheap catering,
0: and... I don't know. Or do you, you are the fundraiser, so you get all these other people to donate to the feast.
1: It wasn't very fleshed out in the movie. Uh, It just kind of got inserted into the movie.
0: Yeah. So now I'm up to your ad-free launch.
1: Yeah, so they decide, oh, let's do a commercial-free Christmas. Yeah. And then... We cut to the the Christmas Christmas tree tree lot. Yeah. And the kids are just ungrateful the entire time. They're Like like, throwing
0: snow, Jamal's being super emo. We
1: want the 10-foot tree...
0: This is when I put the note, I cannot stand these children, because they're so horrific, so ungrateful, so mean to their dad. I just don't. But then
1: one one of them suddenly tries to comfort dad? Yeah,
0: out of of nowhere, it's like there's a change of heart in a lot of characters, where they're in the middle of a conversation even, and they completely change tracks. And we're going to get to the most important one later. Which I found hysterical because it was so, like, how can you turn that quickly? Yeah. You go from being an ungrateful butthole to being, like, a perfect child. It doesn't make sense. Well, that's
1: why I think this movie was written by bots because, like, there's... They don't understand emotion. Yeah.
0: It could be. Because
1: if you think that, like, emotions are just, like, a switchboard, then you've written this movie.
0: Could be. Yeah. Um... I have the Roxy Christmas memory romance where she's talking about her rough upbringing as they're digging out Christmas ornaments at Aunt Jo's house.
1: Yeah. And uh, yeah, they Ro- have really
0: good chemistry, though.
1: Yeah. Roxy is helping hang ornaments like you don't do that with coworkers.
0: No, even friends. I think we had friends over one time. It was like a day I got a new job while we were decorating our Christmas tree. But that was the only time I've ever been like, friends, come around and help us with our Christmas tree.
1: Yeah, um, also they lock eyes.
0: Didn't they almost kiss?
1: They almost kissed. And then I think the kids interrupted or something.
0: Yeah, but they're Uh, sharing memories of mom. They're watching old videos, home movies.
1: Yeah, uh, he puts on some video on the TV after Roxy leaves. uh, And they're watching old Christmas videos with their mom. Mm Mm-hmm uh everyone's crying
0: jamal just gets mad and storms off yep um at this point i had to question how old everybody was and how it was genetically possible for that mom to be the twins mom but i did work it out in a way that it it made sense so it is possible because he could have been 10 when the twins were born i think and then she could have died like a year or so later don't worry about it i'm worried Last night, I sat and thought about it, and I mapped out how old they would all be. <laughs> all
1: right. So they need to promote their radio station, so they bought billboards mm-hmm. with the money they don't have. Uh, right. They, for
0: ad buys in New York City.
1: Yeah. And they bought a billboard right outside their old station. Yeah. They got bought, got, got bought out. Yeah. I um, said, we're going to have a commercial-free Christmas...
0: And it's like they open their blinds in the morning dramatically and there's Rush pointing at them.
1: Yes. Yeah, so
0: how much so I know ad buys are expensive for billboards and especially if you're like I want that specific billboard they charge you more. How expensive was this little venture? Uh, how big is Roxy's 401k?
1: Well, I would say from a marketing perspective, like that type of FU ad buy is just not a wise No. Like, the billboard was pretty close to the station's windows, so I don't know how much reach it would actually
0: get. Well, and it was up on top of another building, so, like, a person on the street's not going to see it.
1: Yeah. It's a
0: bad ad buy. Yeah. Uh,
1: Again, like, Russia's just not good with money, so...
0: How is there a billboard up there?
1: I don't know uh let's see they go to the restaurant
0: roxy yes. and rush they get a free bottle of chianti for their special dinner for no particular reason it seems yeah and uh then they dance and well then... he's like excuse me everyone and it's so weird and so uncomfortable and awkward because it's like he's gonna make an announcement and he's just like dance with me
1: and then they kiss
0: pretty hard
1: yeah like they start making out in the middle of the restaurant and it just all these people normal. are just having
0: dinner like sure yep yeah i'll go for it but it made it weird for everybody really as is the way with the movie uh next important scene uh he brings roxy home and says basically roxy's your new mom yep <laughs> which is a lot to lay on your kids and the girls are all excited and happy and jamal loses his gob
1: he says she's not part of this family
0: and it's like the stiffest acting you've ever seen which he's a kid so i will totally let it slide but everyone else even aunt joe was like very stiff like you just have to let him go. Do you know how many times I let you
1: go? <laughs> don't don't read into it. It was very stiff. Uh, let's see. Then they're at the radio station, I guess, doing a warm-up or something.
0: I have the note written, CanCom big-time business plot in the background.
1: Uh, well, I know the homebuyers pulled out, like, uh, is it katrina
0: no it's not katrina she's not relevant
1: but like katrina like character she's like the office assistant she suddenly says, "Like the line of credit fell through and the house (laughs) uh they're not buying the house so we're trespassing right now in the radio station and like it's a whole bunch of mumbo jumbo that Again, yeah, and
0: I'm like, that's not, okay, as a business owner, that is not how lines of credit work. First
1: of all, when you sell a house, you go to a closing and sign all the paperwork.
0: And it definitely doesn't happen within four days or however long it's been yeah. since they yeah. decided to yeah. sell the house. they
1: sold the house, and I guess the money's going through within a matter of four days. Uh, but there's a line of credit involved. and
0: Yeah, she's like, the line of credit got pulled by the bank because the house didn't go through.
1: And then we're trespassing. Essentially, it's like you didn't sign a lease.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't even know. I can't. Uh,
1: but then he, uh, Rush, gets a call that Jamal is gone. Yeah. So he leaves.
0: And the dad starts to believe what Jamal's saying about him. Like he starts blaming himself for losing, losing him. his job and trying to come up with an alternate solution. I mean, Jamal's like, you're back against the wall and you're stupid. It's like, well, what other choice was there, Jamal?
1: Yeah, ungrateful
0: brat. Uh, But Jamal's missing. We gotta find him. They start playing the Nutcracker like Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy (laughs) as they're hunting for him. Which I would thought there would be a little more gravitas to hunting for a missing child. I don't know. Uh, But
1: Roxy and uh, the oldest daughter, Maya, Maya, they go out looking for and I guess they just bump into people in the neighborhood, and I think the movie's trying to like teach you lessons about the neighborhood.
0: Yeah, but why the baby scene? So I'm so confused by it. Well,
1: Reginald was also another confusing scene.: Oh,
0: yeah, they had multiple run-ins, you're right?
1: Yeah. Reginald is like a jolly guy, and I guess he, he likes Joe. Oh. But like, his lesson is about decorating yeah uh, and then the baby has a lesson about people who work on christmas because they're poor
0: and roxy would be a good mom because she kept saying how she doesn't picture herself a family woman
1: yeah the baby seemed... but she holds
0: the baby and they say you'd be a good mom which is a stretch yeah that's not how that works oh this i have written not in quotes but it should be The star lights the path for anyone who wants to find their way home. I have
1: the same exact thing. I think
0: it was Aunt Jo, and she was sort of talking about Jamal and Code.
1: Yeah. Like, it was definitely (laughs) said in a way of, like, this is important, guys. Listen to this line. Mm -hmm. Then Rush is like, oh, I know where Jamal is. And then suddenly it goes from noon to, like, midnight.
0: Yeah, it's pretty late. There's no one else around.
1: Well... Well, when they were hanging stuff around the on the Christmas tree, like I had I was under the assumption that it was bright outside.
0: It was pretty bright.
1: And then next shot he finds Jamal in a park and it's dark. Yep. Um
0: and hadn't he been driving in the dark with a nutcracker playing? Don't remember.
1: I don't remember. So, uh then Jamal says, "I lost her too."
0: Basically, Jamal has like PTSD from losing his mom that he is not reconciled so being back in that house is bringing it all back for him and his dad is like shutting down the memories they
1: have a heart to heart
0: this is where the biggest flip of emotions happens that I thought was very funny this whole dad you weren't there for us dad you didn't you didn't do anything for us and then dad you were always there 110% which is it, Jabal? <sighs>
1: <laughs> Bots wrote this movie. <laughs> or it was somebody who was, like, editing the script and they deleted a couple lines and forgot to delete all of them that they wanted to delete.
0: <laughs> so all of a sudden it's, you're right, Dad, you were always there, 110%. Uh, uh, okay.
1: Then we go to Marshall's in the office and, like, the, the corporate buyout lady, like make some sexual advances towards him which come from nowhere yep like she's thirsty and it's christmas but they don't get it on she just
0: gets him drunk
1: yeah and then marshall's like i'm gonna be santa marshall
0: yeah which is where i really started to realize oh he's supposed to be funny
1: i guess let's see the twins decorated or i said
0: written and acted by bots was my note here So they added more lights to the house overnight. It's a Christmas miracle. He, Rush, goes over to the house that's for sale. Or no, goes so, to so
1: before he goes there, there's like a scene where they're looking at the lights. Mm-hmm. And there's like rapid fire, like 10 exchanges that try to wrap things up. <laughs> like I didn't even write all them down. I didn't
0: write anything down. I just wrote
1: lots of shit happening because like... It was so, like, <laughs> there were the different conversations were happening.
0: A lot of loose fat, ends. A
1: lot of loose ends that I didn't really think were there, but there was a lot of tying up. All of a sudden, it was too fast for me to write <laughs> it down. So Too
0: fast, too furious.
1: Uh, I didn't process any of it. And then he goes, and I guess, then, uh, then we have Christmas morning. They all have uh, matching Christmas outfits. Yep. I think Very that's probably cute. the best part of this movie. Is, is the a matching, matching Christmas, Christmas outfits.
0: outfits. That's a very trendy these days. Like all the retailers are pushing that we all have matching pajamas across children and parents.
1: That's pretty funny.
0: I I didn't buy us any, I'm sorry. That's fine. Okay.
1: I've, I'm not I'm not saying I need it, but it,
0: it's a good idea. It's pretty cute.
1: It is pretty cute.
0: When people do it. I but then it's we funny. found
1: out that uh every, all the kids lined up and said all I want for Christmas is and then Roxy's said you. Uh
0: huh. Yeah, she was gifted one that says you. Yep. But did they get engaged then?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or was it just be my girlfriend for real this time? Jamal's on board. I don't know. I didn't see a ring, but I know that they're broke right now. So uh, good on them. Let's see. So then he reveals <clears throat> that he went over to the buyers of the house and on Christmas the price. morning when yeah. banks are closed. Uh huh.
1: That's when he resolved. The sales thing.
0: So they're no longer trespassing in the radio station. Yeah. So, all of these, uh, first of all, from my, from my personal experience, bankers are checking out Friday this week. This is the week before Christmas. There will be t- no. And it
1: takes at least several business days for things to oh, yeah. hit the bank, become official. But I guess Christmas morning, you can go out, renegotiate the price of your house, save the station. And then Marshall comes in and says, I want to be an investor in the station.
0: And then they have a brawl in which Rush straddles Santa Marshall. And just
1: shakes his shirt.
0: And just shakes him. And he's like bobbing up and down on the ground, which is funny.
1: The violence could have been much better.
0: And Aunt Jo's like, stop, you're killing him. I'm like, killing? (laughs) Really? (laughs) I don't think anyone was in peril. So then they resolve it. Marshall's made a gets the worst term sheet of all time because they tell him he's, he's basically saving investor. Yeah, he's saving the business and they're like, you can be a silent partner. No, he's
1: not saving it because selling the house saved it.
0: Did it though? Or did that just allow them to be there? But now they can like now, really function.
1: Well now their run, runways longer. Yeah.
0: They have more working capital now. Because
1: they don't have any advertisers.
0: And then the line from him is they were like, are you smiling? He's like, no, my teeth are hot. Give them a little air.
1: <laughs> and then he just grins.
0: Grimaces, really.
1: <laughs> yeah, grimaces.
0: Um, That's the last note I have.
1: Then they go they, they, they go to that, like... Oh,
0: the Christmas feast.
1: The Christmas feast. Oh, they go to the broadcast thing and he starts his, like...
0: He does a show on Christmas Day, which is late because he said he was going to be on Christmas Eve.
1: Well, I guess it's Christmas Day. Uh, and then they go to the feast and then uh, the aunt yep she uh starts singing
0: well <laughs> before that it's like this don't make me sing moment and then she rips off her clothes and she's got on this sassy red dress underneath and she jumps up there and starts a singing
1: all right and then the movie ends with that magical quote
0: it ain't what you got it's what you got around you
1: that's the movie
0: and that is holiday rush so, Algus, how many Santa Claus emojis did you give this?
1: Uh, I'm going to be generous with one and a half Santa oh, Claus emojis. Oh, man. <laughs> I, uh, I was always looking for that Christmas magic, uh, but I just felt awkward the entire time.
0: He did keep asking when Santa Claus was going to come and save him, basically, and I'm like, does he believe? I don't know. Did Santa Claus come?
1: Again, it was like one of those things that was inserted in the movie.
0: But not tied up. Yeah. What about you? I I have guilt issues with giving something a very low score when it deserves it. Because I still did have fun. I like laughed because it wasn't good.
1: <laughs> but sometimes there are movies that are not good, but because they're not good, you enjoy them You more. like
0: dive into it. But this one... If it weren't for Roxy, it would be a one-star movie, but I'm going to give it two. All right. I'm going to give it two because Roxy was the best performer. And apparently, I looked it up on IMDb, and Joe was a former uh, like backup singer for somebody. I believe it. Yeah. Big deal.
1: All right. So more important than the actual content of the movie is what did this movie teach us about Christmas?
0: It taught me that if you want it badly enough, you can make a bank open, multiple banks, because you probably don't have your line of credit for your business and your house mortgage through the same. <laughs> That's what I learned. <laughs> you can make a bank open on Christmas. For
1: your dreams. <laughs> for
0: your dreams. And then WBQL is open again.
1: All right. And what did
0: you learn about Christmas?
1: Uh, celebrate Christmas within your means.
0: That's really the, shoo, we're going to take something home, that's it.
1: That is a, a real lesson right there. Who like,
0: is dropping $10,000 on Christmas? I guess not just
1: Christmas, but like live within your means. Because Rush had no savings. No
0: savings, apparently. Which he had four kids that he was supporting by himself. But he had nice things. Yeah. His daughter had Gucci, Prada, whatever. That's not...
1: He didn't know how to say no to his kids.
0: Yeah. Which I understand you want to be the quote best dad you can be and quote provide for your kids, but there's a difference between providing and uh, going to debt. Then again, I have not experienced the loss like he has. That's so, true. I have not even.
1: Uh, uh, sometimes things like that can do that to you, but yeah. always remember live within your means.
0: It's a reminder. Especially
1: around Christmas. Ho, don't ho ho ho, live within your means.